Hello, hello. Welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. This podcast is a place where we normalize and share all things taboo, such as talking about mental health, struggles with anxiety and depression, going through divorce, experiencing grief, navigating adulthood, navigating addiction, getting into AA, and a little bit of everything in between. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to Mental Health Monday, an episode every Monday that we do here on It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. This podcast is a place where really every week I just share different things that I'm going through, have learned about, and I love Mental Health Monday just because I've struggled with mental health, anxiety, depression, different things like that so much, and so I love being able to share what I've learned over the years. So what we're talking about today is three tips for anxiety, and so I personally have struggled with anxiety for my entire adult life for sure, and it's something for me that... uh, is probably something that I'll always deal with in some capacity. And so I want to share with you guys today just three things that I've learned about anxiety, three things that work for me, and take what works for you, and uh, hope that some of this episode is relatable for you guys. So first tip for anxiety, you have to acknowledge that you have it and work to put tools in your toolbox to be able to manage it. So that sounds pretty easy, like, oh yeah, I just acknowledge that I have it and then work to learn about it. That sounds easy. And for me personally, this took a long time because it took a long time for me to accept and acknowledge that I was struggling with anxiety. And I can remember being in my early 20s and I had my first corporate HR job and I was really just feeling a lot of imposter syndrome. I was feeling a lot of just not good enoughness and... During this time, I was really struggling with anxiety and I was using alcohol as a big coping mechanism at this time. And I can remember at this phase of my life getting really drunk in New York at this dive bar because I was there for a work trip and we were doing an acquisition and the people were not thrilled that we were buying their company, believe it or not. And I just had so much anxiety, and at the time, I wasn't doing therapy or anything like that, so I just remember, like, this random night in New York just getting super drunk at this dive bar and being like, oh my gosh, how do I not feel like this, and now I can look back and acknowledge that was anxiety, and I can also look back and acknowledge that, like, I used substances to cope or to numb for many, many years, And so a lot of times what I personally did is I just really kind of band-aided my anxiety up until the point where my dad died. And then after I went through really just a bunch of life challenges over the past couple years, my anxiety got so unbearable that it was finally like, okay, I have to do something about this. So for me, it was identifying that, oh, what I'm struggling with is anxiety and then being able to challenge and redirect a lot of those negative thinking spirals. And so let me tell you guys what I mean by that. So whenever I first got into therapy for anxiety, 
they were talking a lot about these negative thinking spirals where basically one small things happens and then you come up with 74 worst case scenarios that for sure are never going to happen, but for some reason you're worried about them. And so you just allow your mind to spiral. And so me personally, a big thing was to acknowledge when these things happen. And then whenever I'm coming up with worst case scenarios in my mind to be able to say like, Oh, we're having a negative thinking spiral. Let's pause. Are any of these things actually going to happen? Okay, no. If they're not, then why are we worried about them? Or sometimes they'll be like, okay, are any of these things that I'm worrying about, are any of them real? Are any of them actually happening? I call it like a little reality check for myself where I'm literally like, okay, pause. Is any of this real? Because if I'm worrying about things that haven't happened or might not happen, like all I'm doing is just wasting my own time that I could be doing something more productive and beneficial. So being able to identify whenever I have those negative thinking spirals and really just direct that, redirect that thinking to maybe a different place or to a reality check has certainly helped me. Okay, second tip for anxiety. I think everybody who struggles with anxiety should give therapy or head meds a try. I also don't think that everybody needs both. I don't think that everybody needs therapy and head meds, but I don't think that people should take head meds without doing therapy. And by that, I mean, I think a lot of times people think that like, oh, I have anxiety. I'll take a pill. It'll go away. That doesn't work. It might suppress some of the symptoms enough that you can, you know, kind of manage through life. But until you do the work, go to therapy, figure out why you have anxiety, figure out what triggers you, figure out why it triggers you. Until you do that work, you're just going to keep just band-aiding it. And you really have to figure out, you know, the root of your anxiety, what causes it, why you have it, and then how to manage it. And you can't do this alone. And Head meds, I don't think, are for everybody, and they're definitely not a magic cure, but I do think that sometimes you get to a point in life where you know your anxiety is just so unmanageable, like you need an immediate, you know, kind of help there, and so for me, that's looked like I've always taken SSRIs, which is basically medication that just releases serotonin into your brain, And serotonin is one of the main chemicals that's missing a lot of times if you have anxiety, because really all anxiety or any other mental illness is, is just this chemical imbalance in your brain. And so by giving your brain the things that it needs, a lot of times that's what happens through taking medication. And there is this saying that I love that says, if you can't make your own serotonin, store-bought is fine. And I think that is just so, so true. So back to therapy and head meds, you really have to do the work in therapy and be vulnerable and find someone who can help you process life. Head meds will give you serotonin or dopamine, depending on, you know, if you're taking it for anxiety or depression, but mental illness really is something that you have to be able to not only give your brain the things that it needs, but also be able to do the work in therapy and find somebody you trust to help you work through that. Okay, third tip for anxiety is find ways to redirect. So for me, whenever I'm really anxious, I have to find different ways to literally redirect my mind, my thinking, sometimes physically go somewhere, do something. And so for me, that looks like redirecting when I'm really anxious could be going to an AA meeting because I don't know what it is about AA meetings, but literally I could be so anxious and want to drink. I go to one and I leave and I feel at peace and I have no desire to drink. It is just so wild what happens in AA. 
Um, another way to redirect is working out. So I always think just getting into physical activity is such a good thing for anxiety. I think it helps so much. I think it allows you to release endorphins and to really just get your body flowing. And I really think it's hard to just be angry after a hard workout. Another way to redirect is venting. This could be with a therapist. This could be with your mom, your best friend. Sometimes you really just need to tell people like, hey, I'm really struggling with anxiety. Here's all the things that I'm anxious about. And here's why I'm anxious about them. And being able to just get that out and share with somebody that is, you know, a trusted friend or confidant, I think is a huge, huge deal. The final way that I want to circle back to as a way to redirect is reality check. And so I briefly touched on this earlier. And so this is really the concept of, is what I'm worrying about even happening? What is the likelihood that it will even happen? And is what I'm worrying about something that is in the future that hasn't happened, probably won't happen, and is something that I don't have any control over? Because if so, I don't need to be worrying about any of those things. And that is the reality check that I give myself a lot of times when I realize that I'm in these negative thinking spirals. I'm like, okay, Madison, are any of these things happening? Do you actually need to be worried about any of these things? And do you have control over any of these things? And if that doesn't work, I'll literally get up. I'll go for a walk. I will go to a workout class. I'll go to an AA meeting. I have to constantly find ways to redirect just my thinking, my anxiety, my mindset, and really not allow these negative thinking spirals to just take over my life. And so anxiety is something for me that has just been so unmanageable throughout the years. And since it's been so unmanageable, it's really become something that I've just found a ton of different things to do to really just kind of navigate that in my life. And so I said that was my last um, way to redirect, but there's actually going to be one more, which is going to be meditating. So if I put on a guided meditation and I just like lay and do a 10 minute guided meditation, it transforms my whole mindset. I have no idea what it is about meditating that is such a secret sauce, but honestly, meditation, I truly think is so, so good for anxiety as well. Meditation and prayer really are huge. And I also think that being able to pray away your anxiety is a huge tip as well, because if you're able to just give your anxieties and your cares and your worries over to God, your higher power source, you know, kind of whatever you identify with there, once you're able to do that, you're really able to just let go and really be free of that anxiety. So to recap, three tips for anxiety. First tip, acknowledge that you have it and then work to put tools in your toolbox to be able to manage it. Second tip for anxiety is therapy or head meds, whatever works for you and whatever you need based on your situation. Third tip for anxiety is finding ways to redirect, such as going to an AA meeting, working out, venting, doing a little reality check with yourself, meditating, prayer, All of those things are going to literally interrupt that thought spiral and cause your mind to go somewhere more positive, which ultimately is what we want to do when we're trying to get rid of our anxiety. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Mental Health Monday. If you know somebody struggling with anxiety and they could use some tips, please share this episode with them. And I want to also highlight for you guys, if you're listening to this because you're really struggling with mental health, there is a suicide hotline that the number is 988 and 
I want to share that just in case there's anybody listening that might be struggling with suicide today. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Mental Health Monday. And as always, happy healing, babes. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please click the follow button to get alerts for new episodes. And please leave a five-star rating and review. It really helps with the show. And of course, if you listen to this and you were like, you know who needs to hear this? My best girly pop, my mom, my sister, whoever. Please share with a friend. And as always, happy healing, babes.